Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Founded in 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the greater Boston area and beyond. We are located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets, across from the Public Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. Step three, will. The Stoics encourage us to develop what they called an inner citadel, that fortress inside of us that can never be affected by the outside world. Willpower needs to be cultivated. We must prepare for hardship and turmoil. We must learn the art of acceptance and practice cheerfulness even in dark times. I recently listened to an incredibly inspiring TED Talk by Janine Shepard. These are her words. As a member of the Australian cross-country ski team headed towards the Winter Olympics, I was on a training bike ride with my teammates. It was the perfect autumn day, sunshine, the smell of eucalypt, and a dream. Life was good. We'd been on our bikes for five and a half hours when we got to the part of the ride that I loved, and that was the hills. I got up off the seat of my bike and I started pumping my legs. And as I sucked in the cold mountain air, I could feel it burning my lungs. And I looked up to see the sun shining in my face. And then everything went black. Where was I? What was happening? My body was consumed by pain. I'd been hit by a speeding utility truck with only 10 minutes left on the bike ride. She goes on to tell about her horrific injuries and life-threatening surgeries in extreme detail and finishes this part of her story with chilling words from her surgeon. Janine, you'll have to rethink everything you do in your life because you're never going to be able to do the things you did before. She continues, they moved me from intensive care to acute spinal, where I shared the ward with five other people. There were no superficial conversations as we shared our innermost thoughts, our fears, and our hopes for life after the spinal ward. I remember one night, one of the nurses came in, Jonathan, with a whole lot of plastic straws. He put a pile on top of each of us and he said, start threading them together. Well, there wasn't much else to do in the spinal ward, so we did. When we finished, he went around silently and he joined up all the straws till they looped around the whole ward. Then he said, okay, everybody, hold on to your straws. And we did. And he said, right. Now we are all connected. 
And as we held on and breathed as one, we knew we weren't on this journey alone. Even lying paralyzed in the spinal ward, there were moments of incredible depth and richness, of authenticity and connection that I had never experienced before. Each of us knew that when we left the spinal ward, we would never be the same. After six months, Janine went home in a wheelchair, weighing less than 80 pounds, wrapped in a plaster cast from neck to foot, attached to a catheter bottle, and paralyzed from the waist down. She realized that she'd never be Janine the machine again and got horribly depressed. She resumes. And then one day I knew, just like before, I realized that I had a choice. I could keep fighting this or I could let go and accept not only my body but the circumstances of my life. Then I stopped asking, why me? And I started to ask, why not me? And then I thought to myself, maybe being at rock bottom is actually the perfect place to start. I had never before thought of myself as a creative person. I was an athlete. My body was a machine. But now I was about to embark on the most creative project than any of us could ever do, that of rebuilding a life. And even though I had absolutely no idea what I was going to do, in that uncertainty came a sense of freedom. I was no longer tied to a set path. I was free to explore life's infinite possibilities. And that realization was about to change my life. As Lao Tzu said, when you let go of what you are, you become what you might be. Janine finishes her riveting story about first becoming a private pilot, then achieving her twin engine and instrument ratings, followed by her commercial pilot's license, and finally, her instructor rating, where she was able to teach at the same school where she'd had her first flight just under 18 months after she left the spinal ward. Janine has since learned to fly upside down and is now an acrobatics flying instructor. Too often people think that will is how bad we want something. Actually, the will has a lot more to do with surrender than with strength. True will is quiet humility, resilience, and flexibility. The other kind of will is weakness disguised by bluster and ambition. Dear friends, here is one way to think of adversity. The failure, the end, the last dance, the swan song, the final out. Here is an alternative viewpoint, an opportunity to comprehend perception, action, and will. 
a chance to learn about endurance, patience, resilience, struggle, creativity, yourself, and other people. When faced with an obstacle, let's join our straws together and think of it with the latter perspective. A Zen master once said, the obstacle in the path becomes the path. Never forget, within every obstacle is an opportunity to improve our condition. So may it be. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear from you via email at office at ASCBoston.org or through our Facebook page. If you would like to support the good work of Arlington Street Church, please consider a contribution by checking the mail or through our website, ASCBoston.org.